Welcome to the Season 8 bonus episodes, Witchy Women. These episodes are in support of the world premiere of the revised Witch, the Connor and Smith musical premiering in Baltimore with Still Point Theater. Thank you for listening and joining us. We're going to do this for a couple of weeks, and then we'll move on to our Silver Bells podcast season. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. In 1985, Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade, Longshot. Just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler, the world changed. Blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction, we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart. Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are here to talk about 2011's The Witches of Gambaga, the documentary that you can find on Vimeo with subtitles. Because if you find it on YouTube, there's no subtitles. I did not know that. I saw it on, it was on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I could have watched this on YouTube, but good to know. Yeah, um, quite useless if you don't have those subtitles. Um, so this is a film I first discovered in 2018 when doing research for Witch, uh, when it premiered at Creative Cauldron. Um, And I was looking for evidence of witchcraft still, persecution of witchcraft still being a thing in modern day. And through several different paths of, you know, rabbit holes, I found this documentary. And I believe at the time it was on Amazon, but it's no longer available in this region on Amazon, unfortunately, I think. Um, it was uh, directed by Yaba Badoe, I think is how you say the name, mm-hmm. um, which you, she is in it as well. Um, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and so this explores uh, primarily in northern Ghana, the um, witch village of Gambaga. There's a, a high prevalency of belief in witchcraft. In the Ghanaian culture? Ghanaian yeah. culture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fascinating because it, it's prevalent, I think, throughout a lot of the world, uh, you know, thinking that witchcraft exists, but it's a really concentrated area in Ghana. Yeah. And I mean, from the jump, you see like a, a truck that has uh, something painted on the back of of the, 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 you know, tailgate that says fear women. And I'm like, what is happening in this place that, that women are so feared? Yeah. And it opens with, uh, narration over, uh, these, uh, pictures of, uh, can you say it again? Ghanaian. Ghanaian life. Um, and it's a narrative of a woman, a, a woman. Yeah. She's giving her, her, her story. And, just the things that happened. She had to go back and live with her brother because her husband died, right? Mm-hmm. And they all put their buckets out to catch water because it was going to rain and there was no water in her bucket and she didn't know where her water was. So she asked her brother and then the brother said, go ask his wife. And and then the wife took offense and then... The he, brother said, don't disrespect my wife. Yeah, and then he dies that night. And so they said, you know, she was a witch and they beat the ever-living till they thought she was dead till the, yeah till they thought she was dead and wound up having to go to uh gambaga yeah Gumbaga. um the witch village of which it's it's ruled by a man um 
because he's a chief. Uh, yeah, which there's a, a few of these camps mm-hmm. throughout Ghana. Mm-hmm. And here, when we get into the camp proper, we learn about, I believe it's a Presbyterian church, is uh, heavily involved in trying to rehabilitate these women and take them back to their communities. And really rehabilitating the communities themselves. So they have to do a lot of work. In prep. In prep to get them accepting them coming back. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, while they live at the witch camp, uh, they have to do labor to pay for them, you know, being allowed to be there. Yeah, so they either either have to pay them money every month or they have to work for the chief in his garden or or whatever. So it's really hard labor. And most of these are widowed women who are elderly. Yeah, and don't have the money to pay. So they're working way past their usefulness, you know, of labor. Um, and, and then to even get to go home, they have to pay the chief for that as well. The equivalency of like a thousand, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Well, with inflation, who knows what it is now? Yeah. Um, yeah this was uh, filmed, I believe, like two thousand and four originally, and then they visit, come back four years later. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like two thousand eight. Maybe it's a little bit later than that, but it didn't come out till twenty eleven. And it's only an hour uh, long video. And it's it's a very powerful hour. Um, it is, and it's not even the best documentary in the world, but man, it affected me. It affected me so much. Oh, we much. both kind of had tears in our eyes watching it. It was, I mean, picture these women are like your grandmother, like doing hard labor and like living just very hard lives. And the sad thing to me is that really all that needs to happen is education when it comes to science and you know they could have brought someone in if they believed it uh of a doctor saying well actually he died because of of this reason it wasn't because it's lack of science it's lack of science and education and there is something heartening towards the end when they try to when they take a woman back to her village uh there's a new chief who's younger who doesn't so much believe in witches. So that kind of looked like, okay, this is exactly what needs to happen. Well, I found it interesting that they described, the chief of Gumbaga described witchcraft. He said, uh, well, you don't know when there's a thief who's a thief. It's the same thing. (laughs) But then the the chief that you're talking about used that same argument Mm -hmm. in the reverse way. It was Mm -hmm. fascinating. Um, there's, There's full disclosure here some pretty hard to watch stuff in this including murdering of several chickens because that's the witch test y'all they you have to kill a chicken and if your chicken dies with its wings facing up you are not a witch or 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 however the person that's doing the test reads the the bird because i i was reading today that there's a couple of different ways that it can go however they want to you know basically it's it's whatever the chief or whoever's doing it wants it to be basically but yeah so that's what we're dealing with as far as the witch test the purity test um and, oh and they have to do that to leave mm-hmm. uh, gumbaga as well yeah uh, just yeah there's some beautiful um Ghanaian music that happens in interludes that you get to kind of really feel immersed in the culture, um, seeing how they live. You meet several different of the women and hear their stories, follow their journeys. And um, it's it's really, it's got some heartbreaking moments. Um, and uh, 
it was interesting to see the uh, initiation of this woman uh, that was kind of uh, Mahawa elected the uh, witch spokesperson. Witch spokesperson for the for the uh, uh, witch camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and isn't that who you used in witch? Yeah. So Mahawa is one of the eldest and is elected to this, you know, or chosen for this uh, position, and she's basically the. Um, liaison between the chief and the women and deals with any trouble in the women and her interview it struck me the most because she she doesn't confess to being a witch but she just says well they say I'm a witch and it must be true because I'm here and she says you know the way that fire burns I am a witch it's just what is true fire burns so I must be a witch and I didn't protest and I didn't fight it. I just let it be what it was because they must know because I don't. And there was something about that that felt so resigned and yet so simplistic um, that when we wrote the song, Gumbaga, um, a lot of her words, Mahawa's words, are, are paraphrased into the lyric um, Sure as the fire burns, sure as the evening star, if you live in Gumbaga, it must be what you are. Um, and I wanted to be, I wanted to honor her and be as kind of, to tell her story. So the lyrics of the song Gumbaga, um, that we're going to try to put in this uh, recording so you can hear, they pretty much stick to the telling of her, how she got to the village. Um and I find her to be a fascinating, she was a praise singer uh, at, at funerals, church services, holidays. Um, and so I, I said, God, she, Mahawa and uh, Rebecca Nurse are almost contemporaries of each other. One being in, way in the past, one now. But these were like holy women who no one would ever suspect of witchcraft and then something happens and then no one believes they're holy no one believes that they're good people on a dime their life is changed and in rebecca nurse's case ended um through suspicion and lack of education again and it's, and it's the simplest of things if a crop goes bad mm-hmm. they have to blame that on someone and this is across time not just the witches of Gambaga, but what in whatever time there were quote witches mm-hmm. it's the simplest of things a, a water bucket not being filled up that is the impetus for someone being branded a witch because you know she didn't have water in her bucket like it's just it's almost uh i don't know it, it it's almost unbelievable in that people will make whatever it is up so that they can have some kind of explanation for why these things are happening yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's lore. That's superstition. That's, you know, religion. That's all of it uh, wrapped up into one thing. But the uh, the story here, if you choose to go down this rabbit hole and watch this, which I highly recommend, um, it the takeaway here is women are always a threat. Women are always what's wrong. Women are always the blamed yeah, because they're male witches. Yeah, but they're they're good witches. But they and they can stay. He says, "Well, they use their witchcraft for good to protect right. their homes." Right. Yeah. Um, but this thread that the musical tries to you know 
stitch through time, these themes all come back again and again. The beginning of the show, the first words of which are, I know you, you know me, we've met many times before. And that's the problematic woman. That's the woman who's the thorn in your side. That's the woman that you want to blame for something. That's the woman who scares you because she's different, who lives on the outskirts of town. That's the woman who's a healer. That's, you know, all of these women are pigeonholed under this word. Um, well, I mean, let's take it even into something that people might have a little bit more uh, experience with, and that is bullies mm -hmm. in school. What are bullies doing? Bullies are blaming someone and, and putting attention onto someone else because of their own insecurities, insecurities and, and they don't want to be blamed for whatever it is within themselves, so they put it upon someone else. So it's a very human thing, and it starts at a very young age. Mm -hmm. um, and you know you can see how the mentality can grow if, if it's not you know, stopped or, or people become, you know, more mature and, and grow out of that. It's just, it's just something so inherent in who we are as people that I don't know, like, how do we solve that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, education is the way to go, but I mean, in a place like Ghana that I'm sure has had millions of dollars of, of money go in, but it's so, aid, yeah. but it's so corrupt that the money probably doesn't go to the correct places. It doesn't look like it does. It doesn't look like it does exactly. And like, why is this still happening in the 21st century? Right. And, and, and what are we doing as, you know, quote, first world countries to do about it? I mean, because I don't think what we're doing is working. Or enough. Or enough, yeah. Or, you know, it's corruption everywhere. Well, knowledge, again, is the number one key here, and that's exactly why including this story into our musical witch was done because you can't do anything about it when you don't know about it and i'm sure many most people don't know anything about this um there was a, a show at arena stage done many years ago that changed my life as a writer director performer whatever it was called ruined it's a play by lynn nottage and it also takes place in africa and um it's it's about politics it's about how women are treated by the two rival you know the the rebel forces against the government and the government themselves and these women who are trapped in this brothel as sex workers um and there was something so powerful about i had no idea this was going on in the congo no idea um this was all of these stories were based on interviews that lynn nottage did with women who lived in these brothels and it was one of the most powerful pieces. It was one of the only, there's a woman describing in a monologue what happened when the government forces came into her house and they kill her baby in front of her, like in a brutal way. The audience gasped as a community. We all gasped at once and it was one of the most powerful. And at the end of your program, there was a little thing that said during the course of the past hour and 20 minutes you've been watching this play over you know four or five women have been brutalized in the congo here's what you can do to help here are the organizations and i don't know if if i know in the documentary they said the Presby presbyterian church was trying to help to rehabilitate but their money had run out exactly and and the fact that these witch camps still exist they, they they've existed for what do they say 100 years mm -hmm. at least mm -hmm. and then and then we're put in but it, 
I'm glad something exists that can keep them alive. If that makes it, because I know a lot of them go back and get killed if they do go back to their village. And a lot of them said they were happier there. They were exactly, and some some spending twenty years and more. Um, I know that it's not the best. There, there's no, you know, uh, things aren't the best in any way whatsoever for them there. But at least they have their lives. But at the same time, I can see how family is such a huge part of their lives mm-hmm. that it's it's like excising something from who they are mm-hmm. to be separated as well. Um, it's just a, such a, a miserable existence that hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, there's also a strange simplicity to their lives that almost feels like... Uh, it's not something you would want to do because you any one of us would be miserable. We couldn't. We're not tough enough to live this there's, life. There's yeah. There's so, you said simplicity. There's yeah. something about the going back to basics, and this is, you know, something that always happens to me when I watch something that's taking place in a, in a different country, whether it be a documentary or a film, or I read something about it, or I see it on the news. Whatever it is, there is still this. Is it a purity? Yeah. To life. Well, there's no. <laughs> There's no, like, media. There's no TV. There's no... Music is done communally with each other. It's... it's, And it's also the community aspect of all of it as well. There's no screens, you know? Yeah. It's it's incredibly simplistic uh, living. And I'm sure... And I know the toughest life yeah. ever... And I'm not saying, you know, I want to go and, you know, live like live off the land. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's there's there's a purity to seeing these people live their lives that makes you go, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And seeing them, uh, people who have no reason to be called a witch, having to live this other life when they've lived their life. I mean, most of them are elderly women have lived their lives, born children, raised them. Yeah. have grandchildren mm-hmm. and this is a, a part of their life that like you said with uh, what was her name Mahawa Mahawa um, you know the f- the flame thing just accepting the fact that well fire burns and I'm a witch that's just that's that is it that's all she needs to explain to herself that's why I'm here and I have to accept this it's 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 a it's also a hopeful mission of acceptance to a certain degree of like not worrying and, and, and uh, dwelling on the fact that they're there, but taking the experience and going forward in the best way that they can. It's the human spirit just constantly surviving. I think there's also a piece of misogyny here in society doesn't like to see aging women. They don't want to see them. They'd rather throw them away somewhere. And there's something about women who are considered so beautiful when they age. People don't want to look. or they. And I know you're going to roll your eyes, but Madonna has said this for decades now, and she said it a lot more in the past few years. Uh, for those listening, I did not roll my eyes. <laughs> I'm a Madonna freak, so um, that was the eye roll I was anticipating because, of course, Madonna's going to come up. But no, there is a little bit of... There's a this a song in the witch musical called the Crone Song that's about accepting age, accepting the new, the many versions of you, and this is just the current. And um, 
And what do we do? We put them in homes. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to take care of them. which no, villages. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's no there's no sense of that community. I'm not saying and that's everybody's experience, but uh, for the most part, I mean, old folk old folks homes as I used to call them back in uh, Missouri uh, are prevalent mm-hmm. and exist for a reason. And and most of the stuff going on is horrific. Mm-hmm. We were watching that documentary working. Yeah, uh, that Obama did. That's on Netflix. Which uh, we just watched the first episode. So good, so good. But to see the way this woman who's getting a job and is taking care of this elderly woman in her home and her talking about not wanting to go to a home because of the way poor treatment, poor treatment, and to know that that woman who's helping that older woman is getting paid nine dollars an hour, is just also just wrong in so many ways. I'm sorry to bring that up, but it's talking about the elderly and what we do and elder care in the in, world in the world it's just something needs to change there's there there they are why we are where we are at as far as culture and society like they have given so much to all of us that are younger mm-hmm. why can't we see that we just throw it away yeah yeah i mean not to go off that but it does it does there's a similarity in the thread of store stories of this person uh, had a rival or, you know, of course, monogamy, not big in the Ghanaian culture. There's sometimes several wives. Um, but, you know, one was a little older or a little more, more strong willed. Suddenly something's blamed on something. And she's. Yeah. The rival's mother-in-law, who was in a completely different country, died and she got blamed for it. It was her fault. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just it, it, going back to the crucible about you know, well, you must have sent your spirit out. I mean, it, it, none of this makes any sense. And it, uh, you'd think it would have ended by now, but you know, witch hunts just change their form. Even though we claim that we don't have that here, and we haven't had that in, since Salem, we have different witch hunts. We have different targets trans people are now like target number one of like othering and um and uh, murder um well bringing the sons of someone in power to question them and a house committee mm -hmm. uh meeting uh i mean come on just incredible come on um so yeah, the cycle continues. That's what Witch is about. Um, so make sure you check out Witch at Still Point Theater. Opening today, November 9th, running to the 25th. We're going to play a little song here from Witch. It is the song Gambaga, um, based on the story of Mahawa from the Witches of Gambaga. You think hanging a woman makes you tough? You're wrong! Being a woman makes you tough. Because this is still happening around the world right now. Over 1,000 women, over 1,000 women last year, over 1,000 women have been accused of witchcraft around the world last year. This is a story of one of those women, my grandmother, who died in Gambaga last year. I was driven from my home by my children so long ago when my husband took a second wife 
she decided I should go. I should go. But I never once protested and I'm still alive so far. When you call something long enough, it must be what you are, what you are. Sure as the fire burns, sure as the evening star, if you're here in Gambaga, it must be what you husband living with two wives two queens don't like to share their hives out of the blue the rumors spread I'm called a witch that's what they said they all said they said beat her they said teach her they said reach inside her till she comes undone just breach her and teach her no place to go except for one Except for one Gambaga, Gambaga Place where witches banish come to live Gambaga, Gambaga Little lives that we have left to give Gambaga, Gambaga The place that now I call my home Gambaga, Gambaga Here you're not Alone, you are not alone. Their voices chase me even as I run. The life behind is done, a new one has begun. Gambaka, which village was my final plan? Gambaga, place where witches banish come to live. Gambaga, Gambaga, little life that we have left to give. Gambaga, Gambaga, the place that now I call my home. Gambaga, Gambaga, here you're not alone. I am alone. I'm all I never once protested and I'm still alive so far When you're called something long enough It must be what you are What you are Sure as the fire burns Sure as the evening star if you're here in Gambaga, it must be what you
thanks so much for joining us for this season eight bonus episode of witchy women um if you want to learn more about us please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com that's connor with an er you can find us on social media on facebook instagram tiktok patreon youtube under connor and smith again connor with an er Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Share it where you share things. Post it where you post things. We are very grateful for our Patreon support. Thank you so much for all of you who are our Patreon family. If you want to learn more about becoming a Patreon supporter, you can find the link in the podcast notes. Thanks so much for joining. Bye.